Hey, it's Prep Sports Now. I'm Case Kiefer alongside Ray Brewer to break down this week in high school football. And last week, a Thursday night lights game, uh, games, excuse me, it looked like all the games are on Thursday. Brewer was uh, providing scores on all of them, keeping up to date. Looks like we had some uh, exciting games, a lot of close scores and some upsets. What stood out about week five, Ray? Well, I mean, you got to start with Foreman Liberty. Um, they're the the teams to beat in Southern Nevada. They renewed the rivalry in the regular season. Uh, very interesting case because usually when you get Gorman Liberty, you get that playoff desperation, right? Winner gets a championship, the loser doesn't. You saw Liberty win in 2019. Gorman win all the other years. And that desperation was kind of missing because everybody in that stadium knows that in November at Allegiant Stadium, it's going to be the team in the orange and the and the blue kicking to the team in the red, white, and blue. If the team in the red, white, and blue wins the coin toss. But so everything was very manila, vanilla. What's the word? Vanilla, manila. Yeah, vanilla works. Vanilla works. Okay. I guess. Right? Very basic formations. You weren't going to run that reverse with a trick play or do anything special because you were going to save that for November. And then the fact that there was one less day to prepare because the game was on Thursday. Um, with that said, there was some hard hitting going on, dude. Um, lo- no love lost. Um, the the competitiveness between both sides, especially a lot of them play with each other or against each other in the offseason on that 7-7. Seven seven. So the rivalry's there. 6-0 uh, to zero after one. Gorman kind of uh, put their uh, foot on the gas pedal, blew away. Liberty had some um, some bright points. We'll see the matchup again in November. Other game that was a shocker, Shadow Ridge upset Desert Pines. Um, don't know if if you had a Shadow. We didn't get a chance to do a podcast last week. I don't think you would have picked Shadow. Um, but what a big win for uh, Travis Foster and his crew. Um, sometimes that guy, they run the, the triple option misdirection, you know, uh, running attack. And sometimes teams that do that are on the um, bad end of some criticism because the offense, you just don't pass, right? And I think it was significant to beat a team like Desert Pines that has so many good athletes for Shadow Ridge, really dominated the line of scrimmage, held on to the ball, big program-changing victory, um, Coach Foster says that, listen, in the hierarchy of Nevada high school football, it's Liberty, it's Gorman, it's Liberty, it's Arbert's DP. Maybe we nudge into the conversation. So shout out to the Mustangs. And then on the 3A, CK, slam 38, Moapa Valley 7. Did you see that coming? Well, 34-7. 3 But still, I did not Thanks see that correcting. coming. Yeah, I, I think I could have – I might have picked – I'll be honest, to go back to your original point, I would not have picked uh, Shadow Ridge, but I didn't see your picks last week. Maybe I should look. I do feel like it might have been the type of game we have these, I feel like, every year where you pick Desert Pines by way too many. I think I would have at least argued it could be a close game, but I certainly would have picked Desert Pines. Uh, Slam Moapa to me was more of a coin flip. I mean, we knew they're both good, two of the three A. I'm not necessarily saying I would have picked Slam. I'm not sure. I definitely wouldn't have thought they were going to win 34-7. to Um I guess in the aggregate, that's just as surprising of a score to me as Shadow Ridge. Yeah, I think the other thing is that what we've learned about Moapa over the years is when they match up with teams that are built like they are, like Virgin Valley or Boulder City, 
they're great. When the other teams have some Jimmy or Joes that could run, that's where they get into some problems matching the athleticism. Slam's got some guys that could go. And I I think, and I know Lake Tahoe guy is going to text us pretty soon and say that some team from up there is the team to beat. But how could you not like Slam? I mean, they're going through everybody like water. Yeah, they look pretty impressive right now. Uh, certainly from the South, at least, uh, you got to give them that team to beat tag, correct? Absolutely. Um, and I, you know, and then you got to ask yourself, is Mawapa even in the conversation? It's uh, just the down year. Yeah, you never want to totally write them off, but uh, certainly a couple losses now, a couple of losses that really stand out. If we're doing tiers, they got to be a tier below the, the top teams in the South, I, I would think. think. So. Absolutely. Um, another result that kind of, tricked me a little bit. So Foothill, we've kind of anointed as the team to beat in the Division II, the second tier. Great offense, great quarterback. Defense is worrisome. Um, you can't let Legacy, a team that I like, I've, I mean, I don't hate Legacy, but you can't give up 39 points to Legacy. Yeah, I mean, I, I wonder, we'll get more information as the weeks go on, but uh, it's still just as one game at the end of the day. They could have had an off night. Who knows? Maybe someone was was hurt. Maybe some things went wrong. Maybe they threw some new things at them. I don't like to. I don't want to go. Gave too... up some late points. They were up twenty three to seven. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Game script. I don't. I don't want to go too crazy. I'm just so high on a foothill. I think the last time we did talk, I told you how much I liked foothill. So maybe I'm being selective here. But uh, I think I'd need a bigger sample than just this one game to actually be worried about them. I still do kind of think they're the team to beat. Uh, just a lot of these scores stand out to me. We don't have to touch on every game, but I counted it up, and there were. Eight games on Thursday, it looks like, that were decided by a touchdown or less. I feel like even at this point of the season, that's pretty rare. Usually we have a pretty good idea what's going to happen. A whole lot of close games. Uh, It was a fun Thursday, it looks like. It it was, and I've been the biggest critic of realignment ever. And, you know, you see Centennial or Palo or Canyon playing down where I think they shouldn't be that far. And yet the realignment has worked for, you know, some teams – when we get to the picks later, there's a few games where you're like, wow, that's a really good game. You know, they got it right. So um, shout out to um, shout out to everybody. Why not? I'm, I'm in a generous <laughs> Yeah, you, I don't know. Just to throw out a couple of these games to see if there's anything that uh, sticks out to you. I guess that stood out to me with how close they are. Is Faith just edges basic Ooh. 28 to 27? Uh, I bet you were torn on this game because you loved Green Valley coming into this year. So they were the team to beat, but they only beat... Uh, your kitty cats that you love, Las Vegas High, 21 to 14. Um, I don't know. Th- those are two right off the top, but it's some really close games there to go with uh, that the Foothill yeah. Legacy final. So props to uh, Caden, uh, and I can never say the last name, the kicker, Ch- Chennington, uh, 57-yard field goal to get the game to overtime for Faith Lutheran against the Wolfpack. We hyped the kid up and he's more than lived up to it somehow. Yeah. It's like every week he does uh, yeah. something ridiculous. But 57 yards is, is tough. Not, forget about just the sheer leg to get it there and all that, but you're talking a high school snap. That's, in, that's insane. Yeah. I, I mean, how in the world, how did that happen? Is there video in this? There, I got to fi- gotta find video. it. All right. His kicking coach, Nolan Cohorst, sent, uh, sent it along. Um, so shout out to that kid. Um, hopefully he ends up going to UNLV. How often did that's got to be one of the longest high school field goals in the nation this to, year, especially yeah. in the key moment. And it could be a state record. We need to look at the NIAA book for that. Um, so <laughs> shout out to uh, shout out to him. Green Valley was up 21-0. They put the twos and threes in and 
the Kitty Cats got a two late touchdown. So okay. Gators uh first one of the year. They're back in the thick of things. Um, big game. Um, you know, they play foothill and basic still. So the old Henderson League that we love so much, uh ramping back up. And uh, you know, CK, I think I'm ready to get to the picks. I've spoken my piece. Um, you know, got some interesting game this week, including the game of the year, right? Uh, for you, yeah, we will get to the picks. And uh, yeah, the first thing I asked Brewer when we were uh, sat down here, I said, oh, it's the cleat games. I see the cleat. Uh, your picks are already posted now. So of course you can, as always, read them at lasvegasun.com. But uh, yeah, you led with the photo of the cleat and it is the cleat game, El Dorado and Chaparral. Um, God, I don't have it in front of me. I was wondering how the series has gone. I know Shaps won the vast majority of the ones yeah, lately, Eldo but Eldo won, breakthrough last year. Eldo won last year. Okay. I think Shap leads all time. Uh, by about six or seven games. Uh, this is the 50th year. Um, I'm all excited. They're doing like a little like all-class reunion in the parking lot and barbecue uh, for Shap. I was going to go over there. Um, I told you I bought some gear online, some Shap gear. You told me you were interested. I didn't know you actually pulled the trigger. Uh, That's big. If you don't know Brewer, he uh, d- does not purchase things easily. Uh, a little frugal. Yeah. Uh, so I ended up spending 70 bucks to get two uh two things and poorly made both of them. And I feel <laughs> uh, I feel like I need my money back, but I won't get it back. And anyways, I you know, I wear XL, I can uh double if you have it, if you want some shaft gear. But the thing that excites me about this game is El Dorado is gonna pack out its side because it is the 50th year. So you've got, oh, you know, you know, I, I'm in that SHAP alumni group for the soccer team. I always tell the kids, like, hey, there's a bunch of people that love you and care about you and they're looking at the scores, right? And, you know, that's all well and good, but to have all those people show up on that day to watch one game, and let's be honest, neither SHAP or El Dorado are going to the Super Bowl. So this is kind of uh this is kind of the game for them. A trophy's gonna be there, gonna be a good one. And I got to pick my alma mater just because I wouldn't be able to show up at that barbecue and that sweater that I don't like uh, without it. So give me the cowboy. Oh, man, that was that was just beautiful. You know, with that uh, speech and how involved you are there, it's making me want to look up how my uh, high school alma mater is doing. I have no idea this year. Usually we're pretty good. but uh, Do you have any Wichita collegiate gear that you wear around? Uh, not that I wear around. I mean, I think I still have some packed away from when I was in high school that I could uh, dig out. I know I have my uh, hat back from in high school. That and You could squeeze into. Yeah, I have stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I wonder how we're doing this year. I'm going to have to look it up because, uh, yeah, you got me all fired up talking about your alma mater. But I got to be honest, I do think that love is... Uh, kind of clouding your judgment here because I'm just going to go with who the better team has been. And I think this year I've been more impressed with the Sun Devils. I think El Dorado uh, wins two in a row. So we're going to be on opposite sides of the cleat game. Probably no surprise there. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm definitely rooting for a good game, especially if you're going to be out there uh, for the 50th anniversary. I hope it goes uh, as good as possible, but I'm going to have to say that the visitors win this one. El Dorado. Uh, Arborview at Desert Pines. Um well, this is a game. Yeah, probably not fair to uh, Shadow Ridge, but uh, we always are trying to apply these narratives. It's just what we do. Could last week have been a little bit of a look-ahead spot for I, uh, DP? I just think both these teams have so many good players, and they have such a great history of competing against each other. You know, I go back to uh, that 2015 game, or maybe it was 2016. I know 2015 when uh, – 
Arbor goes over there, and Isaiah Morris was just like the roadrunner running through those guys. And it's just been such a fun back-and-forth game with some really good players on both sides. This is, dude, this is what Class 5A big-time football is all about for me. You take away, like, you know, this is just a great high school football game. Two great programs, a lot of D1 talent. I'm taking Arbor View because clearly Desert Pines has got some problems up front. Um, but it's going to be a good one, dude. And I think it's going to be like fourth quarter decided close. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't I feel like Desert Pines will have a bounce back that they're going to be better. But I think Arbor View has so much talent this year. I think we haven't even seen their peak yet. Uh, we saw them struggle kind of early in the season. I'm going to go a little bit more lopsided than you and say uh, Arbor View here. Who's, who's uh, the best player on the field? I'd have to ask you. You'd have to tell me. I'll take your word for it. If if I'm Tico Rodriguez, I'm telling Greg Burrell, like, hey, you might want to have a power bar and a banana because you're going to carry the ball 30 times. What about the Arborview defensive kid, though? Some Patrick's, standout rising star. It's fine. Let him go head to head. Yeah. Let him go head to head. I It'll, mean, a Thatcher's great. He's, you know, top linebacker for 25, uh, makes a lot of tackles. Not as quick as Greg Burrell, but yeah, I know the skill players probably Burrell. usually going to mean a little bit extra, but I don't know. I feel like Arborview will get enough points. I say Arborview wins by double digits Ooh. here. Too much? Double digits? <laughs> um, do you have five dollars available? How about five dollars, and I'll give you seven and a half. You just said ten. Yeah, that's my prediction. That doesn't mean that's the most likely uh, finish. Can we go eight, more than a touch? Eight, All right, eight, seven and a half. Eight's as fine. I told you earlier today. <laughs> I'll meet you in the middle. Eight's okay. good. All Eight's right. good. Okay, I got uh, five Five on DP plus eight. I know no one cares about this, but just to amuse me, I did look up my alma mater schedule. Now I bet we could beat you. We won 35-0 to zero against Rose Hill week one, 60-7 against El Dorado in week two, Ooh. and 56-20 to 20 over Wellington in week three. Did you play against all those teams? Uh, I think El Dorado was a little bit bigger than when uh, – um, I think they were in a higher league back when I was in school. I played against the other two. I'm you went sure. to the they were fake good. Lutheran of Wichita. Kind of. The only reason why I'm wondering if I could really beat your alma mater is because Shaft's got to be so much bigger. Yeah. We're like a 3A school with 300 kids. Yeah. But, but Max Preps is worth 300 affluent kids that have shoes. <laughs> well, uh, all right. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Max Preps ranks us as the 23rd best team in Kansas. So that's pretty good for a small school, I would think. 23rd best, that's it. That's what it says. You guys are recruit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, we both agree on our review. Sorry. Thanks for humoring me with uh, with that. I think uh, I think my alma mater might have the edge over Brewers, but we'll see. Uh, Bishop Gorman, now it's state champion versus state champion. They're going to Silverado. Yeah, it's going to get ugly. Yeah. Um, just uh, obviously Silverado is not the team that won back-to-back state championships. Um. Gorman still is the team that won back-to-back state championships. Gales aren't going to be beat, um, but I, I am looking forward to their game with Desert Pines and Arbor View and Liberty again. But this one I am not looking forward to, nor am I looking forward to when they play Coronado. Yeah, I think uh, Gorman big here. Uh, Cathedral Catholic at Liberty. I was thinking these out-of-state games might be over with, but not here. Liberty's got one left against the California school. Yeah. Uh, interesting side note, Gabby's godparents uh, went to Cathedral Canyon, ah. and they're going to be going to the game. Oh, okay. Uh, and I told them, they probably invited you because they want you to make a donation. 
but they don't think that's the case. Either way, the Pats have a really good player in Jaden Roberson um, who played great against Gorman. And I think Liberty, listen, Liberty gave Bosco a run. They're a good team. They're going to get back on track. And when it's time to throw the kitchen sink at Gorman, I think we got a game that's going to be about a two-and-a-half touchdown spread. Yeah, that sounds about – where is Cathedral Catholic? San Diego. San Diego, all right. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I think uh, Liberty keeps it close. I don't think they'll be embarrassed. But, uh, yeah, about two touchdowns seems right, maybe three or four. Uh, no more than that. Cathedral Catholic wins comfortably but not – Totally a blowout, in my opinion. Uh, Bonanza at Centennial. Yeah, you talk about teams that probably are a little bit too far down. Centennial won 63-0 last week, and it uh, looks like these in-league games, that's probably going to be the norm. Probably going to do it again this week against Bonanza. Yeah, um, give me the dogs. <laughs> yep, all right. Uh, Sunrise Mountain and Del Sol. Yeah, give me Sunrise Mountain, who's quietly four and one going on five and. Hey, I was I was singing their praises earlier in the yeah. year, and you were saying I you I don't know you had one of your brewerisms that I don't know if they uh, they might have the kids can put the shoes on the right foot or something I don't know, yeah. but it'll... they may have the easiest schedule in America though, but I'll let you figure that out later. All right. Well, hey, I've been on them all year, and I'm sticking on it mm-hmm. now. Uh, Sunrise Mountain, um, Desert Oasis at Palo Verde. Yeah, Palo looked great last week. They beat Clark 30-49-0. All systems ago. Yeah, Palo Verde uh, kind of overcome some early struggles. Seems like they are uh, rolling now. I think they keep it rolling against D.O. Legacy off that uh, near upset of Foothill goes to Clark. Yeah. Is it Foothill or Clark? Did I say Foothills? Legacy yeah. at Clark. Oh, okay. No, I said off the oh, near oh, upset yeah, against yeah, yeah, Foothill. Yeah. Like, yeah. Legacy's going to beat Clark, who hasn't scored yet this year. Who haven't scored yet? Yeah. That's rough. Uh, Legacy for me as well. Here's an interesting one. Cheyenne at Rancho. That's the game I was telling you about. Where you don't know who to pick? I mean, Cheyenne. I mean, Rancho scored two points last week. The week prior, they lost at Lincoln County, which is smaller than your high school. <laughs> <laughs> All right? Um, and Cheyenne is just, oh my God, bro. Who did I pick in that? You picked Cheyenne seven to six. Well, your, that's your go-to score when it's two small schools that. No, if you look at the scores of all Cheyenne's games, they're, they're like that. Well, I feel like that's yeah. been your go-to for years though. I feel like that's yeah. always it. Yeah. All right. Well, if it's as close as you're telling me and I have no reason not to believe you, I'll take Rancho to be on the other side of that one. Uh, Las Vegas High, who uh, seems like made the final score look better than it actually was against Green Valley last week. They continue their tour of Henderson and take on Foothill. Yeah, we are the Foothill Falcons. Line six, baby, all the way. Give me the Falcons. Yeah, Foothill, I think their defense, after Brewer called them out, will bear back down, not giving up many points this week. Uh, They beat Las Vegas easily. Shadow Ridge at Coronado. Yeah, Shadow, I mean, unless they have a hangover from – I heard the kids were a little rowdy over it in and out after that big dub. Uh, in and out, that's the victory spot. Yeah, well, you know, in Salt Lake, where the school's located. Oh yeah, well, I didn't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know some places it's Canes. I wasn't. Yeah. That wasn't an insult. You know, I was just yeah. curious. In and out, but right. I, unless they have a hangover, they're going to smash the Cougs. Smash? It seems it seems a little strong to me. I would definitely pick them here, but uh, I would take the Cougars hanging within a 
21 points. You have 28 points. Yeah, I have them hanging somewhere I think close they there. Fly over yet, but that was trying to be nice. All right. Well, we'll see. I, I got Coronado hanging somewhat close, but Shadow winning. Cimarron at Mojave. Uh, I was torn on this one, too. Speaking of good matchups, I took Cimarron. Yeah, I think Cimarron is a, is a little bit further ahead uh, right now. But, uh, yeah, you could convince me it's a good game. How about Western at Somerset Losey? Yeah, I mean, Western could lose to Vegas Strong youth team, so give me Somerset Losey. Is that the powerhouse youth team, or is it just – okay. used to be someone different, right? I've never heard Vegas Strong youth, youth team. Yeah, Vegas Strong's kind of been like the Gorman feeder team for two or three years. Okay. 702 Blessed is Liberty's feeder team. I think I've seen that name before. Yeah. Okay. Well. They do a good job. MDP's son is the QB of the U11s. Of, of what program? Uh, 702 Blessed. Oh, he is? Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I, I, knew he was a, I knew he was a quarterback yeah, for sure. Polynesian pop pipeline does it well for him. All right. Uh, he's not Polynesian, though. He's the only non-Polynesian. <laughs> the only one? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Durango at Basic. Uh, Durango at basic. Uh, I, this is going to be another good game. I mean, basics essentially a uh, 57 yard field goal away from being the leader of the clubhouse in that league. Um, I love the wolf pack. So give me the pack. Yeah. I don't even despite the 57 yard field goal, it was another impressive score to me by basic. I feel like every week they perform a little bit better than I think. So I'm hope this week I'm expecting it. I think they beat Durango somewhat easily. I don't think it's going to be that close. I think basic is uh, better than we've given them credit for this year. Well, so, they were the ones that told us that they, they were going to be young. I went with them. They yeah. Said, you can't always trust they, whatever they, they Roger said. Fairless to me. Roger <laughs> Fairless every year is just, yeah, we're going to be off. Yeah. Say, yeah. Can't always trust. There's always a, uh, you never really know till you get on the field too. And I've been impressed with basic. Uh, another team I'm impressed with Virgin Valley. And I think they keep it rolling this week, hosting the meadows. Yeah, Virgin Valley put up uh, uh, a, a season's worth of points at Prump last week. Shout out to coach Matt Woods and his crew. And they win again. When's the Virgin slam game. Or if I missed it. You have not missed it yet. That's a big one, right? We're circling yeah. that in the three. Yeah. Yep. All right, we'll see uh, probably later in the year, but that will be uh, one to look out for. Mawapa Valley at Boulder City. Yeah, they they played two very close games last year. Um, I'll take the uh, the the Pirates. Uh, yeah, I think Mawapa bounces back here. I think they uh, take care of Even Boulder City. Boulder's undefeated um, has been good. A little more dynamic now, offensively, more dynamic offensively. But yeah. this is a little bit of an upgrade competition. Yeah. Should be uh, yeah. a good one. All right. Um, Sierra Vista at Faith Lutheran. Faith all day. Uh, yeah. Faith, uh, man, they they have a habit of getting into close games, though. Sierra Vista, they you talk about teams uh, playing possum with you. They aren't playing possum. They're uh, they're confident this year, right? Yeah, and, uh, and they don't like us picking against them. So why? So <laughs> here you are giving them no chance. Yeah. You just said one word, Faith. Yeah, you gotta have faith, 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 faith. <laughs> All right, so no chance for Sierra Vista here. Not this week. All right, well, that's some bulletin board material for you, Sierra Vista. I w- wish I could be different 
And uh, see, there you say you otherwise, but I, my chops I'm, over there. I'm gonna say faith close. You said one word. If it's a game you think here, I'm trying to get done with the show. No, I think you know by now. Usually, if you think it's a close game, you give a little bit of a explanation. Yeah, and that okay. one you didn't think was close at all. I thought that was an insult to Sierra Vista, and I'm sure they'll take it as such. I got Sierra Vista only losing by a touchdown. Uh, one quick programming note before we get to the slam game. I just looked it up, and Slam Virgin Valley is in two weeks on October 6th. Where at? Uh, away for Virgin Valley, so at Slam, which could be El Dorado or. Yeah, and wherever. Yeah. All right, so that will be one to look out for. But in the meantime, Democracy Prep and Slam, final game of the week. Slam. Yeah, I think <laughs> I can't even give you a, a hard time about that one. Slam for me, too. Uh, as always, any parting thoughts before we uh... – Well, I just want to thank every coach out there who's patient with me on game nights. As you know, it's uh, it's not – it's not – it's a sprint, not a marathon. So – and I mean that because, like, there's like an hour after each game where I'm trying to get a hold of like 18 people. So thank you for your your support, and we'll see you Friday night. All right, for Ray, I'm Case. Thanks for listening to Prep Sports Now.